good, right? That works. Seems really good right now. Yeah. I had to add a switch to all right, give All me right. something. All right, uh, welcome to Wrigley Field. This is Harry Carey. <laughs> We're ready for a great day of baseball. It's uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Are you gonna, are, if we talk, are you going to hear us? No, you guys, yeah, all, you guys will be in the background. You guys all have to get up, though, and get up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to rotate. <clears throat> welcome to District Bicycles. Welcome to District Bicycles. <laughs> How do you guys have so much energy? Harry Carey. <laughs> Yesterday was a phenomenal day. Whiskey rooms. We had a lot of salsa, finishers. Salsa. We had a lot of people that did not finish. We had some hot dogs. <laughs> we sang, we, we sang take me out to the gravel. We got the pizza was here. It's delicious. There's bacon in that burgers. <laughs> and everybody came and everybody went. But the most important thing is everybody went, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Go, golf clap, everybody. <laughs> it is cake. I know I thought it was brownie, too, but it's okay. cakey. All right. Yes. So what are we talking about? All right, so. <clears throat> My voice is raspy. So today is, today is Sunday, March 13th, 2016. The day after. Land Run 100, 2016. Run <laughs> what was that, Jim? What was Land that? Run Day. <laughs> We're going to go about things uh, quite a bit differently this time on the podcast. Last time it was, uh, it was somber. I, I was ravaged from a day of, of, uh, of mud early on in the race where uh, – we had, you know, like 300 people quit between mile 7 and, and mile 19 or mile 20. And this time, everybody got to ride pretty smooth until the staircase. You're welcome. Kind I of. ordered that <laughs> up for you. Just kidding. Anyway, we're here. I've got our entire crew here from Land Run and from District. And uh, this is like the core committee. This is the core group of people. That made the entire event happen from all the Thursday night meetings that we had, from all the text messages throughout every single day, through the Facebook Messenger that we had that was called an explicit name that I can't <laughs> talk about on this podcast. Um, anyway, this isn't uh, a live. We can swear. Yeah, I know. We can. <laughs> we can. I know. We yeah. Know but probably not. Explicit. <laughs> explicit. We're, we're all drinking coffee. We're hanging out. We've oh, had I'm drinking a beer. Bourbon! <laughs> Bourbon and, and beer. <laughs> So anyway, if you're listening to the podcast and you Chris did the race, I'd... talking so much. <laughs> How long does this thing last? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just want to say thank you for coming to the race. Thank you for believing in the things we're doing. If you lined up on the start line yesterday morning, you obviously understand at least a little bit what we're trying to do and uh, what, what we're trying to share with uh, the gravel community and with the cycling world at large. It's, uh, it's not the status quo. It is not a everyone finishes and everyone gets a, uh, a prize at the end type of mentality. It is a where are you and how far and how deep can you dig type of, of mentality. And we, we've been come, come to known with mud is uh, synonymous with Land Run 100, and, and I'm absolutely okay with that, and I think Jim would agree. So we're going to go at this a little bit different. <laughs> what I want to do is I want to give everyone that's listening to this podcast an inside look to what we were doing the day before the event happened. <laughs> and you said there's no swearing on this? Oh, we can swear. We can swear. We just, we can swear. 
I give you full permission. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so I want everyone to, to, to meet each and all, the, all these people. And it can be short, it can be long, it can be whatever we want. I, I want everyone to realize that this is not a production company. I, th I said this last year. This is not an outside-owned entity. We are not paying homage to, to a ringleader. It is um, literally bootstraps. You know, like we're pulling them up. Crystal and I are doing this out of love and out of passion. And Jim and Kurt and Trevor and Brett and Myla and Gribben and Seth and Dave and Dave and Glenn is here and Chris Peters is here making sure that we get all the recordings. And Aaron, uh, finisher this year, is here. That's everybody. I think I named everybody in the room. And Tyler and Austin are, are not here, but they're part of the, the, the core, core group. That's it. I just named every person that has either been a part of a meeting or given their opinions of, upon what they think we should need for the race and how it should go the day of. And I want to hear from all these people right now. So, Jim. Bobby. Welcome. Nice to be here with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this lovely day of torrential downpours and hail. Yeah, hail. That was that was fun. Yeah, 24 hours after the event. So we got this little beautiful window. People think it was bad yesterday. Yeah, what if it would have been today? Uh, I'd be <laughs> crying in the corner. <laughs> okay, so but it was it was yesterday, not today. So. Exactly. So let's let's rewind. Okay. Friday morning. What time did you get up? Oh, you're asking for specific. Uh, I don't know, around six. Okay. <laughs> the peanut gallery says four. Yeah, four, five, six. No, it was around six. Six a.m. Yeah. All right. So the day before, I want to get an idea of of the things that were on your plate. Mm -hmm. that needed to happen and what we were doing to prepare for the 900 plus 1500 plus people that we had coming to town for land run 100 well you know the day before is all about getting everything staged and everything to get ready for you know registration and all of that fortunately you know in years past where i've been out on the course getting things marked we have brett now who is taking care of that so I'm able to stay around downtown and focus on some things so uh I'm trying to remember man <laughs> it's been 24 hours and right. I, none of it's there 48 brief, hours but brief synopsis yeah you know, you know it was it well it, so nothing went according to plan on Friday it was basically what it came down to we had some unexpected events happen and we were meeting with in some offices that we were not expecting to be in and begging and pleading to get some things moved around and the the uh, riders meeting and the registration and all of that ended up coming through just i think really well despite a lot of the obstacles that <laughs> maybe someday over a beer we'll we'll share the full story with you guys but it was an incredible day and uh, i was really excited to see everybody out there and uh at the riders meeting and uh, uh um just what an incredible day. We were outside when we were expecting to be inside, and the rain held off almost the entire time. So at, at Iron Monk. Yeah, at Iron Monk, thank you. Sorry, fell in okay. the blanks. No, it's all right. It's all right. Um, and then uh, basically just up until 1 o'clock getting things ready before our 4 o'clock wake-up call to start the day on uh, race day. I felt like every hour that passed on Friday passed faster than the one before it. Oh, absolutely. That we were getting closer and closer to it the moment where we had to have a writer's meeting that 
Uh-huh. We knew loosely. Well, what no, we were... not just that, but uh, the two o'clock start for registration, right? Because that was the countdown I was looking at. I felt like ten minutes uh, um, after the day started, I was twenty minutes away from the first rider showing up, and we were still getting things set and staged. And like you said, we are not a production company. We we are figuring this out as we go, and this is year four, and we're still figuring it out. Well, we are. We all have full time jobs outside of this event. <laughs> All of us. I mean, mm-hmm. full-time, maybe more than full-time jobs. I mean, except for Trevor Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, freewheel. You should ride across Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. And make it a full-time job. So, I mean, that's great. That's a great different perspective than what I had because you were focused on 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. I was focused on 4 p.m. Yeah. Because I knew that at 4 p.m. was a, was a, you know, a production of different sorts. Mm-hmm. It, it was less of a nuts-and-bolts uh, side of things where people were picking up the registration packets, but I was focused on relaying a message mm-hmm. to the riders and also giving them an event that was worth them hanging yeah. out for. Oh, and, and you know, it's kind of we each have these areas that we focus on. So I was over at Iron Monk most of the day. Crystal was here, stuck in the shop most of the day, and you were kind of bouncing back and forth. And you know, it was kind of interesting, kind of seeing the the different events that we all had in our days you know because we all ended up being wore out and yeah. i remember seeing mm-hmm. crystal for like the first time that evening and was just like are we done can we be done now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> so no. man your vision for the course you're the course creator mm-hmm. you were really worried about the course uh the days leading up Oh, absolutely. So, you know, Tuesday before the event, we, we knew there was going to be rain. Um, but the nice thing about this year compared to last year was it was super dry leading up to it. So it was just a matter of can we can there please not be an inch and a half of rain on Tuesday? And we got an inch. So hooray. Um, and then it was just a matter of watching the forecast on Friday and seeing when that rain came in. And of course, at what was that? It was 10, 10 11. Yeah, whatever. Um, got a, I think, it was, what did we finally decide? It was like a fifth of an inch. Yeah, maybe and, a quarter. Yeah, I mean, and I think the, the southwest corner of the course got more than we were expecting because there was definitely some more mud out than I, than I was expecting on 92nd. Um, there was apparently one hill that just ate a lot of people's derailers up there. And um, I, th- I thought the co- um, the uh, gravel was going to be a little bit better but you know we all live and learn and fortunately i think all the riders were a lot better prepared this year compared to last year that was something that i noticed when you and i headed out on the course uh day of the race you know morale was incredibly high much higher than it was in years past mm-hmm. when we've had you know catastrophic rain and, mm-hmm. and, and wind in uh, conditions and wind and so yeah we uh we were we were I, I felt like the culture of the inside of the race has shifted. Mm-hmm. That this year, post Land Run 2015, the people have embraced suffering in a new way. Oh, I think, you know, when you, so we had Jay Peterberry up talking, who's the consummate, I can go out and just be by myself anywhere in the world and I'm going to survive type mentality. <laughs> Uh, I think we're starting to see that in the everyday riders where you had people talking about, hey, I have an extra derailleur hanger. I, I have my chain brake tool so I can convert single speed. I have an extra 29er tube 
that I'm going to use as a sling mm-hmm. to carry my bike. Oh, absolutely. I mean, mud. people carrying those. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it Chris was just, Peters. Yeah, his idea. <laughs> Boom. You know, one of our local roadies, Dustin Morris, was out there. He converted his bike over. I was like, what? I didn't even know you knew how to work on a bike. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was just awesome seeing that kind of transition in the riders, especially here in Stillwater, that are just have had this exponential growth of, of uh, their abilities and knowledge of cycling and that's a big part of uh, you and Crystal and bringing the shop down here. So, Number one, thanks for the course. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the sleepless nights. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I never thought in my wildest dreams that we'd be in the city manager's office in Stillwater, Oklahoma, <laughs> at 9.30 in the morning, the day that we have, you know, however many thousand people come into town. But we did that, and I think we did it with class. Yeah, and, and I will tell you, you know, the, the city of Stillwater has really started to embrace this event. They have been they have. skeptical in the first few years of what it is we're doing here. But we have a new city manager here, and they are just so pumped and willing to help out and make this thing successful. And we're really excited to see what they're going to help us do going forwards. Absolutely. So, Crystal, you're here with me right now. Yes. Awesome. Friday morning, you were up. What was on your mind? Well, I came to the store, and I... Made sure things were ready around here. There's actually a lot more people in town really early on Friday than I expected. The store was full at 9 o'clock in the morning with people from out of town. And it was really great to see lots of friendly faces. Um, It's like a big family, family reunion for me. Like all of your favorite people, all of your best friends, all of your favorite family, all in one place all at the same time. Um, so yeah, it's so wonderful that all those people come and support this event that we host and, uh, it's fun to show them what we do. It is really fun. But I was at the store all morning. You were. Uh, You made it a point. You told me, you said. I wanted to be here. I want to be at the shop taking care of people on Friday and you like making sure this place looks amazing and that the merchandise is in a certain place and accessible. I mean, that's what you do, and that's what you wanted to make sure was available and accessible for everybody that came to town. Yeah. So, great job, because there's a lot of Land Run hats and district hats and shirts floating around the country now, and I think it's because of you. So, good job. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I don't want to interrupt. Kits. I don't know how many oh, yeah. district people I saw, like, kit district kits out there. I didn't know who they were. Huge. New ones. Yeah. Huge yeah. And new ones. The, yeah, the purple and the purple gray, and gray. which you designed. Cool, yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, killer design. I'm glad you like them. It's good. <laughs> yeah. So then I'll, let me just fast forward just for a second. Like day of, what your responsibilities revolved around what? Like where was your mind, your head, your head game at on the day of the race yesterday? Yeah, so uh, in the morning, kind of just mingled around the start line, uh, talking to people and telling them thanks for coming. I gave all the kids that I could find some bells. That was fun. And I made it a point to go and thank as many women as I could find for coming. Um, How many women do we have this year? uh, I think I counted 152. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm proud of that. There's a lot of really strong women and men out there yesterday. 
Um, and then immediately after the start line went out, I rallied my people and packed some trucks and went to Perry, Oklahoma. Now what? <laughs> okay, so Perry, Oklahoma is the halfway point for Land Run. We get there, we set up, we put up a blow-up arch, which is kind of fun. Uh, we make sure the city is ready for us. We put out drop bags, which is a fun mind game because we try to put them in numerical order, and there's like <laughs> 600 of them. <laughs> I don't know, it's more difficult than it should be. But I love it because it means people have what they want when they're there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the city of Perry is so, so good to us. They are ready for us when we get there. They're ready to do anything we want and need. I was prepared for a potential muddy mess. I was hoping it wouldn't be a muddy mess. But it was. And uh, so we had hoses set up already um after like the first six guys went through um there was a gentleman I believe he was the spectator maybe had a rider and he was actually part of the fire department for Perry and he just approached me and he was like hey I could bring a fire truck over and we could have higher pressure and more hoses so I was like yeah (laughs) and he was super fast he brought it over and set it up and it was really efficient for people to be able to clean their bikes and then move on with the ride. And I think that made a really big difference and lifted a lot of people's hopes whenever they got into town. Um, yeah. I, I believe that, you know, what we're doing with our halfway checks and our oasis and, you know, burying call, kegs. Yeah, burying kegs uh, at the, the, you know, before the apex of the hardest climb of the entire event. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I think that obviously we're promoting self-sufficiency and we're promoting adventure, but at the same time, it's like we're, we're also rewarding perseverance. We're doing something that calls for people to be prepared, but then also once they get to a point, we're rewarding that. And Perry, even though Perry, Oklahoma has no idea, honestly, the world of gravel racing and the world of adventure racing, I mean, they, they embraced us the last two years. And, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And I, I thank all of them and Phil at Main Street and you know, everybody through the uh, Main Street Perry office. Like, thank you guys so very much. I can't, I can't tell you how easy the meetings have been. I can't tell you how, how great it's been to be welcomed into a community. And it's really, really fantastic. Yeah, so. and two communities we've been in so far have just been awesome. Yeah, Carney and then Perry, and then do you mind if I? No, you well, need to speak louder though. The the community that we <laughs> went through last year, or we're looking at going through next year, um, they uh, they sent a representative out, and I hadn't even talked to him yet, and he he told me that he had already been messaging back with his board and was like, we're doing this next year. So people are that are outside of the sport, who are local here in Oklahoma, are just pumped to start getting the. Uh, land run coming to through their communities that's incredible mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we wanted we want change we want perspective to change we don't necessarily want anything from these communities we just want them to understand that we're bringing people there no matter what no matter if they want us you know or not we're, we're going to obviously adjust the way we bring people into town but obviously we want them on our side mm-hmm. and um, 
we're getting way more than we're asking for. So we just have to say thank you. So anyway, Jim, Crystal, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You two are the ones that opinions that I cherish the most because you're dealing with the most and you have the most uh, responsibility load. And this event just doesn't happen the way that it could happen without all the hard work that all of us are doing, but especially mm -hmm. with you guys. And thanks for always letting me be like five steps ahead and always trying to like stir shit up. But like, <laughs> it's just, I know that I'm getting ahead the game of the game bef before we're done with a certain issue. So thanks for um, bringing me back down to earth a lot. So. Awesome. Yeah, that's Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Brett. Brett and Trevor, get up here. So we're going to move on. This is going to be a long podcast, folks. I hope that you're uh, making your Chemex, you're doing your pour-overs. If you have a new bottle of, uh, of you know, 20-year-old whiskey just sitting there, and you're like, man, I haven't opened that yet. I got it for my birthday, and then I should probably open that up and check it out and see what's going on. <laughs> Brett's trying to feed me some type of chocolate cake, so I'm going to take a bite. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You met that? No, Andrew, Andrew did. Oh, Andrew met Yeah, I brought that. <clears throat> Thanks, Andrea. Oh, yeah. Good job, Andrea. Oh, yeah. Can I just give a shout-out to Andrea Peters? She watched my kids a lot last week, and it worked entirely <laughs> too much. And she is my saving grace. Andrea, I love you. <laughs> Andrea also and made the burritos. Made the, uh, she came up with the recipe for the veggie burritos that we sold. We're going to get a number on money that we raised for. She put most of them together, too. <laughs> I figured that was, I figured that no one at the burrito assembly line was going to get in Andrea's way. Oh, boy. And if they did, she'd just be like, okay, get, get out of my way. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So anyway, we raised money. In two ways for Donnie Cashian's family. Donnie Cashian was a, a mechanic and sales guy at, mainly sales, I think, at Schlegel Bicycles in Oklahoma City. Donnie died in, a, in just a, a freak car accident uh, earlier this year, and his, his wife and daughter, um, you know, are, are, uh, are left here without him. And so uh, his boss and owner of Schlegel Bicycles, Steve Schlegel, came and rode in his, his behalf Donnie signed up for the event. Um, Donnie had visited the shop before outside of any special event, and I had taken him around and showed him the entire shop. And Schlegel's, if you've, if you've never been to Schlegel Bicycles in Oklahoma City, I mean, to me, it's like, it's like my candy store in Oklahoma City. I get to walk around and see things that I don't have here at the shop and feel like I'm in this special place. And then he came here, and I could see that same vision in his eyes. So Don, Donnie's somebody in the community that when you when you walked into into Schlegel, I, I'm sure that he knew your name, or I'm sure that he wanted to know your name before you left. And he signed up for Land Run the day of the event opened in November, and uh, we missed Donnie, and uh, got to see Donnie at Trek World up in Madison, Wisconsin this year. And so anyway, we met, the the burritos and, and the raffle. Uh, we raised money for his, for his wife and daughter that are existing him. And anyway, um, unfortunate that we have these tragic things to raise money for. But anyway, if you gave money for those things, we really thank you a lot. And it's going to go to a good place. So right now I've got Trevor Stewart from OK Freewheel, the, the uh, premier pavement and gravel cross-state Oklahoma 
supported ride. <laughs> Bicycle tour. Bicycle tour. <laughs> Fam- family friendly. Family friendly. Family friendly. <laughs> family friendly except for when Seth and Bobby are working on your bikes <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night. But they I will work a, on your I, bikes. What'd you say? I said they will work on your bikes. We will. <laughs> your bikes may not work. Oh, they work. <laughs> they work. They work. Or we'll find you a loner. They worked. Um, the state ran out of. No, no, no I'm not going to say that. <laughs> anyway, um, I did offer a police officer at one of the towns uh, a bottle of whiskey at one point. <laughs> yeah. And that cop was super cool, by the way. <laughs> he was. I was awesome. drinking in open public. <laughs> yeah. I don't always do Oklahoma that. Oklahoma does not always. condone that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. we do it anyway. <laughs> hey, we're going to gain people on your event from this, okay? I hope so. All right. Brett? You've marked the court. Okay, Brett's voice is gone, so forgive him for sounding like a troll at the bottom of a bridge. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't that. normally sound like this. <laughs> but you're always a troll. I, I, but I am always a troll. <laughs> so the thing that you are known for is at the bottom of the stairs. The, the thing that you are known for in this community, okay, that I want people to know on this podcast is that if you need something done that only a true man can do. There's one phone number in your phone book, in your phone contact list that you call, and that name is Brett Stevens. 918. (laughs) (laughs) If your stove is broken, if the tile in your kitchen is cracked, if your lawn needs mowed, if you need towed out of a ditch because, oh, whoops, somehow I got stuck in a ditch, you call Brett Stevens. The, the towing out of the ditch actually happened today, but I'm doing the podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're okay. All right. So I won't make you talk a lot because no, I understand. I have no idea how I have a voice. When I woke up this morning, I, I couldn't talk. I took one sip of coffee and then 17 sips of bourbon, and my voice came back bourbon. magically. <laughs> Um, what were you doing Friday morning? <laughs> well, he wants to start on Friday. My week actually started Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had <laughs> we had to pick up tents Wednesday afternoon. We did, yes. We had to pick up tents Wednesday afternoon from uh, Eskimo That's Joe's. Uh, very gracious, let us have two tents and uh, free of charge. Free of charge, wow. and uh, really nice to do that. So he did Joe's. Eat at Joe's, uh, uh, bacon cheese fries. Um, so that that happened Wednesday afternoon. Why haven't we had you on a podcast before? <laughs> okay, all right. Because I, and uh, went home. I, I I was at home for thirty minutes, forty five minutes, and we get a call. Uh, we like to do awards. Let's say spur of the moment. <laughs> It takes a lot of planning Creation to get of the awards. Creation it's of them. very, very instinctual how we do the awards. And uh, we had gone out and cut the awards a couple of weeks before. I, I believe Kurt O'Dykes is going to be on later on. And uh, Chris Peters and I, we, we'd gone out and we'd cut the awards from a tree that was laying across uh, Pleasant Valley, so aptly named, I think. <laughs> and... Uh, we thought we that we had the awards. They they were out of the tree, and we thought that we've got something really cool. Um, Brady Moore, who has done so much for this event over the course as it started, anything we need that is just cool, we call him. I mean, he makes it happen. Absolutely. Uh, buy your buy your gear at Summit. Yeah, Stillwater Summit Co. Yeah, uh, that's it. 
Okay. Yeah. They sell sandals, flip flops, great shoes, <laughs> shirts, disc golf, t shirts, yeah, t shirts, <laughs> new, yeah, yeah, Any, yeah. anything Running cool, all shoes. your bike packing supplies. Oh gosh, he has everything cool you need and more. And so he calls, he has, and, a, he has a tree in his shop, he does. <laughs> and so we, we have the uh, awards, which are, are, think, giant hockey pucks out of this tree. And he uh, has purchased a, uh, what you say, a laser engraver. Sharks with, with freaking laser beams <laughs> coming out of their eyes. <laughs> freaking lasers. And well, we got mutated sea bass. <laughs> we cheaped out. We you cheaped know. out. <laughs> no, he has a laser cutting machine that, uh, as of two weeks ago. And, yeah. yeah. And we use that. This thing. was <laughs> the first. He's like, I'm so excited. I get to try this out. We're the initial, you know, experimental batch. And so we have the awards, and uh, they're in a trash can, <laughs> and, uh, and we begin to pull out these hockey pucks, and uh, they're stuck together. Well, I know all the woodworkers out there and the people that are knowledgeable with that stuff are going to start cringing at this next part, but we had soaked them in water to keep them from splitting. Well, they were splitting because they were getting so dry. Dried out. And, you know, we thought, hey, we'll soak them in water overnight, pour the water out, warm them up slowly, dry them out. They'll be perfect, ready to go. And uh, They were. We put them back in there. They were. <laughs> Unbeknownst to that, when you put something in water and then put it in a dark environment and it slowly warms out, it's a perfect growth medium for mold and fungus. <laughs> <laughs> and the awards had begun to fuse together. They weren't quite at sentient level, but they were beginning to say they didn't want to be cut and, and burned. And this is at 8.45 at night. And uh, at Wednesday of Land Run Day. And what were, what were we doing at, at District Bicycles on Wednesday night? Uh, they were Three. building wheels. Well, I, was, I was building, Chris, so Chris Peters, who's right here. here right now, uh, web development guru sure. for, for what we're doing on their pavement and all these other things technology so, jack of all trades so we for decided, 1907 meat company <laughs> yeah <laughs> all your meat needs all your meat needs we we decided that uh you know chris wanted to check out this whole 650b plus thing so we started cutting spokes we started uh, lacing wheels we started uh installing a new carbon fork on his uh og gangster salsa oh, bear grease scan you know a. Uh, uh, anodized frame yeah. you know it, it, so we're, we're doing all the things all the things we're over here building wheels i'm trying my late. best it's late, late. it's yeah, late as I said, anyway 8 45 9 i'm running back and forth between building wheels and checking out the trophies and and i call him and, and i say we've got a problem trevor's having a board <laughs> meeting he's doing doing his job yeah i'm actually doing my job for once we got board meeting we got a board meeting going on, and I'm just keep getting phone calls. Jason Duncan's sitting there next to me, like, why in the heck's Brett calling you? So you and Jason like, are talking about the next time you're going to go golfing. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, the, we're talking about weevil hats, maybe getting some of those for uh, OK Freewheel. And but, so uh, can, official hat of District Bicycles and Landmark yeah. 100. We, we can't get a hold of Trevor. It's rare that we can't get a hold of Trevor. Bobby comes over, and uh, I, I'm pacing at this point, and phone's in, in my ear. <laughs> Everybody's sweating. Everybody. <laughs> like like we literally sweating. We can't fill his umpteen thousand dollar laser engraver with mold and fungus. It just wouldn't work. And so, again, we call up another guy that if you need something done, 
he can get it done. So I call up Scott Nutt, mad props to Scott Nutt, 9 o'clock at night. I get, and I, he heats his house with a wood stove. He has ricks of wood. I say, Scott, I need hardwood. You got oak, you got maple. What do you have? Hardwood. I mean, hardwood. I mean, literally. If you need hardwood, if you need hardwood, Scott Scott Nutt is the man to call. Scott Nutt has hardwood. He will provide you with the hardest wood. That wood will never go soft. Okay. The hardest wood. Remember that, ladies. Yes, Scott Nutt. For your heating needs. He's taken though. By the way, I met his lady. Anyway, let's move on. So So we obtain the hardwood. He has some beautiful hardwood. (laughs) Can we say that? Long straight. He has multiple logs. No mold. There's no mold mold in this hardwood. We lift it up. We look it at it. There's no mold in this hardwood. Turn it off. Really (laughs) cough. Looked under it. Curdo's clean. He's clean. No lumps. He had some maple. uh, (laughs) Maple. But maple logs that had sat there from, again, another member of the community, Brandon Neal. And so this is Brandon Neal. I know we have so many people. I mean, this is just a small representation of who we have right now. So we we get, I don't know, an eighth of a rick of wood, and we take it up to Brady. And uh, with a radial arm saw, we begin cutting. They stole my saw. I stole your saw. Borrowed. You got it back. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. You weren't helping at the time. (laughs) You were were literally playing shuffleboard. Okay. Were you you on cutting green? We we have to find games that our riders will play. If I got to go out there and learn how to play shuffleboard, I'm going to do that for my riders. Were you stitching? Is that knitting or crocheting? We anyway. have weaving classes. Oh, man. Let's okay. so, get back on track. All right. So we, we, we've cut the hockey pucks. It's about, I don't know, 1030, 11 o'clock. I'm still building wheels. Crystal's here. Bobby's here. And we come over, look at it. Everybody okay? And we get to go ahead. Bobby's like, yes, whatever. Crystal, okay. That'll work. Because it's not so much Bobby. There's a slight pause. Bobby that we have to make sure is is kosher of the crystal. And and we know it's good if crystal goes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We really do. And and that's why everything looks so good as it does. Well, it's always that thing. You ask Bobby about it, and he says yes. But then you know to go ask Crystal and (laughs) make sure she says yes, too. (laughs) As everyone here knows, I would be... I'd, I'd be one of the coolest hobos on earth <laughs> you would without be my wife. Very cool I would be on the street. I wouldn't beg for anything. You'd I, have a guitar. I'd make friends. I would date you. I would date. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Glenn. I would Salsa have a cycles. I'd have a date. Just saying. If Glenn didn't have Ellen, he would also be a hobo. So we'd be a hobo couple. <laughs> and and that'd be how it went. Is that so. busking? So cool. where, you, where you have the guitar in front of you and you play? Is that? I think I I think you lost me. Okay, music nerds. (laughs) So, um, everybody gets to go ahead. We begin. We get the design, and while the laser machine is cool and it's very cool, it's very awesome. It's not fast. It's so cool, cool, but it's not fast. And so we we begin cutting forty five, fifty hockey pucks. Because we have more categories than ever. Because this year we decided to mirror the men and women categories. As it should be. As it should be. And, and, this, and this year we had a women dual 
Tandem. 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 That, they look good. Who got third place yeah, overall? Third place. Tandem. So it just makes me think, like, do I need a women's tandem? Anyway, we we had a yep. lot of pups. Yeah. No, right. the, then we'll have men's yeah. tandem. Then we'll have father-daughter tandem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father-son tandem. Mother-daughter tandem. <laughs> recumbent father-daughter <laughs> ham radio tandem. Hey, still no recumbents for Land Run 100. Yeah, no so recumbents. So any recumbent yet. riders? We've had a recumbent at Dirty Kansas who won the overall a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Jim Cummins can vouch for me on that. We've, I believe we've it. Seen it. Here comes Sally and Turner. Oh, all right. We got That's, more. The sun came out, by the way. Uh, there we go. Oh, that's Turner's good. making a bad face. Turner, they were eating that. It doesn't that matter. Out. This is one-time podcast. We do not have to make it short. They were, so, eat, they no. were eating that El Tap today. It's a good El Mexican tap. food here in Florida. <laughs> All your Mexican needs. <laughs> so we finished the hockey pucks, the awards, which look amazing, by the by. They look I About they, 1 o'clock in the morning. That's Thursday now. Well, you skipped ahead. You, I'm you, sorry. You stopped, you, you, okay, so we I finished Chris Peters' bicycle. <laughs> Finally. And we crushed it. I am not a fast mechanic, no. but by golly, or a fast I'm a builder, gosh darn builder. good one. You're, you're I think I'm good. pretty good if I don't and have anybody like interrupting me. If we can lock you me. in a room. Yeah, lock me in a room. Padded. Padded, All right. of course. Cameras. All the tools with no cameras. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, I bring Chris's bike over with him after we've ridden around <laughs> in 7th Street. It's, yeah. uh, it's our, our due diligence to get outside and test, test the bikes and jump off the curbs and skid the tires. Chris is stoked. Hashtag, hashtag all the clearance, all the mud clearance. That was the goal. Yep. And we'll lightweight with, with your... so reminded me of when he first got, when he got his bike. <laughs> the he had the bike oh, and he yeah. put road tires on it. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra commuter. That so, might have been more clearance. <laughs> that might have like been. five inches of clearance. <laughs> Chris and I come over and we bring the bike upstairs yeah. and I'm like, get in the hallway. Look at his bike. <laughs> but then we sit down and we start to do what? I start to look up. Top, Danger Zone. Top Gun Anthem <laughs> song, which I hope all of you that are listening to the podcast understand just how important Top Gun should be to your life. And if it is not, you are making incredible mistakes and you must realign your priorities. So we, we brought Top Gun in finally to the, the repertoire finish. to Land Run 100, and I don't see it going away anytime soon. Tom Cruise that may be here like next year. Don't eight, worry about that. 11.45 because I just got in from Tulsa and they were getting this ready to go. And it was scary. So we just, it was scary. We it's kept playing songs. We were, we were bringing up um, Austin Powers, Austin Powers, Powers clips and, and different things like that. And, and the, the Totally professional. There's Kenny Loggins in there. You know, Kenny Loggins. It's danger zone. So that's what we were doing. Yeah. So that was Wednesday. Till one, the end of Thursday. I go to work. Uh, what, is, what, what happened on Thursday? We had a meeting. We had a meeting that night. Meeting here? Did we have a meeting? We had yeah, another we, we really we had had a meeting. meeting. We really didn't have a meeting. We had a picture. We had a picture. Was, Didn't we do? Oh, we had a picture. The picture. I don't remember anything that happened last week. That was we, on Thursday. We went to we the did we, we took, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> we took the picture and then we went down to Finnegan's, our local pub down on Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> all, your fighting fighting goat. all your alcohol. For all your uh, at Finnegan's Fighting Goat Instagram. So if you do that thing. Uh, so it seemed it, we did Wednesday. have some sort of meeting on Thursday. We did. Crystal some. did what for us? Oh. Oh, of course. Basically, how this is going to go? All right, I know we're getting sidetracked, people. Follow us along here, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna reel it back in. I'm up in. to Thursday. You right, I know it. I know it. I'm fly fishing and I'm reeling it in now. Okay. I got a lot of slack and I'm bringing the slack. So we did in. the meeting on Thursday. Right. What else? So we're we did the meeting. So Crystal, about Brett's week. Yeah, we're still you asked talking. Me to I did. I asked you about Friday. We're on Thursday. It's good. So <laughs> Arthur's here. Arthur's here. Hold on. All right, everybody. Yeah. 
Trey. And Trey. None of us have ADD. <laughs> We're going to have anybody and everybody that's here speak that wants to speak. I don't care how long this podcast is. I don't have anything else going on in my life at this moment. That's lies. You sit on a throne of lies. And, and if any of you have something better to do, you go and do it. And you can pause and you can return at your convenience. I know all of you look at your phones when Bobby's you're on the toilet. Always there. If you want to listen to this podcast while you're there, feel free. It shall be. If you're in a cubicle, you literally have nothing else to do with Make your life. Make sure you stretch out. Get right. some flow to the legs. Here we go. Crystal had a oh, surprise for us oh. on Thursday. Go ahead and... That was, and Thursday. That was yeah. Thursday. So the picture in the meeting uh, was that Crystal wanted to do something cool for all of us, and we never begrudged the work we put in here. I really don't. I love doing it. And everybody that has done it we got mechanic shirts with the district patch dickies dickies dickies, uh, mechanics. dickies. for all your workwear needs <laughs> <laughs> and uh they clean up super nice. super nice and we looked we're not Sharp. we're not pro not, we're not we're, we're not, not pro either. we're not pretty but well, it made us look pretty pro it pro. made us look pro oh definitely <laughs> people got out of our way it was amazing it was amazing you took it off they didn't want to talk to you nope. you put it on they're like hey oh friends. that guy knows things so actually so seth and i have a seth, seth wood doc the doctor the, the, doctor. Doctor. the doctor seth wood uh, so i'm standing out by the garage door on friday Friday. we're gonna make the friday oh, we're gonna get it friday but i'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in a short short story i have friday. the land run Work shirt, Dickies for all your outdoor needs. Work shirt, work workman needs. I'm wearing the shirt, and this lady walks up to me and she says, "Do you work here?" <laughs> yes, ma'am, I do. And that's exact Curdo nail that I said, "Why, yes, I do." And I helped her get a sticker. <laughs> yes, I thanks, sell Mike. very nice bikes and stickers. Yeah. So keep rolling. So Thursday, Friday, mo- Friday morning. Friday morning. I, I have I- to go to the restroom. I'll be right back. My crew got up about five o'clock in the morning because to mark the course. (laughs) Hold on, the crowd's getting drunk. (laughs) Hey, so so Brett, what did you do Friday? Friday morning, we get up, we eat breakfast at Granny's. For all your eating needs. Are we? All right, you're good. Dang it, Brett. Stay on track. Stop getting distracted. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's quality. Um, we were. We can we stop? We were. We were on course at uh, six o'clock in the morning. We were on course at six thirty in the morning. And uh, the course, again... Hey, Brett, didn't you go to Granny's to, went to Granny's. satisfy your breakfast needs? Breakfast, brunch, and lunch, folks. And uh, we were on course at 6.30 in the morning. The course, I know everybody that rode it, I was out there, are going to hate this, but the course was in perfect condition Friday. The roads were fast. It was dusty. You could ride everything. And so we marked about 150 miles of stakes. Uh, every corner, I know some people are going to shake their heads at this. Every corner was marked. We had three Except people. Except for the, the ones they forgot. But. Yeah. <laughs> that's a joke. That's, that's a joke, that's people. That's a joke. 
And uh, don't put that on Facebook. Don't worry. It, it was a good day of marking the course, and then we came back and did riders meeting and floated around and did stuff. And Saturday morning was a wake up at four, four o'clock, something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah, it was about we all got here about five. Yeah, we we had to set up the tents and the tents uh, set up because we had no idea how to set them up. And that went better than anybody expected. Uh, set up the finish line. Oh, I know. Jumping ahead. Set up the tents. Set up the tents. Got the race started. Kuat rats were Got up. the Kuat racks on the back of the Red Dirt Jeep Club huh. for all your deep Jeep Club needs. Deep Jeeps. <laughs> Red Dirt Jeeps. <laughs> and uh, watch Bobby be amazing and start the uh Bobby ride. fired a cannon. Fired a cannon. Luckily, it didn't hurt anyone. Luckily, didn't or, hurt uh, or, or himself. It was 200 years old. Yeah, I've been trying to get that cannon for two previous years. All we had to do was get 800 people to ride. I, ride. We did. <laughs> I, I talked to John B. And a very significant <laughs> donation to OSU. No, yeah, no, no. There was zero. <laughs> for all your higher education needs. <laughs> two degrees here. Oklahoma State University. Go Pokes. Yes. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. Um, we, 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 I contacted John Beatty from the ROTC. I said, John, I knew exactly how to word this. John is an incredible, him and Julie, his wife, are incredible people. They're great friends of ours. They have a handful of bikes from us. And I said, John. Who doesn't have a handful of bikes? I don't know. And John, I said, John, I have a mission for you. By the way, I'm back from the bathroom. Hello. <laughs> He's not still It was quick. Hands. I washed my hands very well. Did you dry I even went up my wrists a little just to make sure it was... John, I said, John, I have a mission for you. Hygiene first here, District Bicycles. <laughs> and he said, and he said, quote, quote. said, Bobby, I will do anything for you, anything that you ask. And I was like, John, the the cannon at Boone Pickens Stadium for the Cowboys that they shoot every time that they score a touchdown. And he said, Yeah, yeah. So I I won it on Seventh Street downtown for the start of Land Rover 100 and. For the first time in my life, I heard doubt in John's voice. And he was like, oh, oh, oh Bobby. <laughs> He's like, I'll let you know. Two weeks go by, and I did not call John again because I'm not that kind of guy. If I ask for something, I ask it once. He's not that kind of guy to follow up on anything. <laughs> I, that's also true. You gotta remind me, okay? There's a lot of That'll things. That'll be part come of my story box. when we come to it. There's a lot of things that come in the same In the next box. hour. <laughs> okay? You gotta remind me. You know those reminders on your phone? I need that. So the camera, phone? the phone call, the phone call. So then two weeks go by. Two weeks. And I had kind of lost hope, and I thought, well, the sound guys will have the pistol that I shot that almost broke my arm last year. Mm. And so I'll just go with that. Hit very strong legs, folks. Weak arms. Weak arms. <laughs> Crystal will tell you the chest is lacking, okay? The upper body of this man. The man will not do push-ups. Is not, <laughs> no, I do push-ups, and I, I have to give up very quickly. If you want me to do leg presses, though, you better watch out. We're going to be here for a while. All right? Just like this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strap in, folks. We're gonna. We're not. We are we're not down even. The rabbit hole. We're not. <laughs> we finished breath weekend. We are not. I didn't get started. I went outside. I was working on a bike. I was working on a bike. Um, a week before land run, Friday before the week weekend of land run, 
And John pulls up in his Jeep in front of Aspen Coffee Co. for all your coffee needs. And wonderful Grenadas too. Yeah, he jumps out of the Jeep. He jumps out of the Jeep and he says, Bobby, 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 Bobby. And I was like, oh my gosh, John, what, what's up, what's up? And he grabs me and he says, I got the cannon. And I literally flipped. I lost it. I didn't expect to get it. It's something I've been thinking about. I know that these little bitty details to most people may or may not matter. But to me, Land Run 100 is a statement of the things that are not possible. The things that people think aren't possible. Nowhere in the world has that cannon been taken to elsewhere to be shot off as far as I know. As far as I know. That's a big statement. In 200 years, come on. In 200 years, outside of Boone, Boone Pickett Stadium has, has existed for what? 200, 200 years. 203 years. Okay, it sounds good. Anyway. But we got it here, and that's what I got to shoot. And it was really freaking awesome. And, and so we're being told we're off topic. And... I'm sorry. Friday. 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 So Brett's Friday, nine o'clock. <laughs> I'm nine o two. Go. It's like the Marshall. We we get the downtown set up on Saturday. Trevor was running downtown. I'm supposed to be out roaming around, and then we Brandon Neal, who was basically our communication center. Uh, There's a course that was missing turns or a turn. Yeah, whatever. Someone helped marking, me course marking. marking. Yeah, there you go. I take that personally. I, I really don't like that. And we <laughs> we made our way out there. You're lucky. If you're Brett gonna didn't, steal didn't see Brett's steaks. At least tell him where you stole them. Yeah, okay. I'll replace them. <laughs> and picked up a riders. One of the coolest parts of my day, and I'll get off and let Trevor uh, talk here. Is uh, we get the course remarked and. Uh, uh, we're working our way to pavement, and we're picking people up. And, and you told Adam this was going to be a half-hour trip. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh. I stole Adam Griffin. 1907 meat coat. Yeah, 1907 meat coat. All your meat needs. All your meat needs. And uh, we pick up uh, from Kansas, Eat Kansas Rider, Arturo. And I can't remember Arturo. Oh, uh, I know Arturo. Name. Yeah. And he's got a busted driver. Morales, right? yeah. I believe. And he's he's got a great attitude. Eskridge. Yeah, Eskridge, yeah. Kansas. And what do you need? Maisie's Pride, for, Maisie's all, pride. for all your 100-mile suffer needs. There you go. Yeah, and Uncle so Deli, help uh, raise some money to keep the pool going. We pull out a screwdriver. All he needs is a screwdriver. He, he has tools. He's prepared. But he needed a screwdriver. And I said, yeah, we got it. And he switches out his derailleur hanger and goes down the road. I mean, that's that's that got my head right about oh. everything. And Arturo... And, Let's skip ahead super quick. Yeah. He was in the last pack of riders that crossed the finish line last night. Yeah. And, and like, we will literally never, ever, ever. But, I mean, the last, the last people, we just don't forget. No. Like, you just don't forget. No. That. And, and I ta- that's another thing, and, and I'm, I'm done after this, is I'm a DFL guy. And the, those of you know what a DFL guy is. Hashtag I'm, cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> Team cockroach. Team cockroach. So, uh in town, it's tough to mark a course in town, and we did not expect to have people out that long. But we mar- we marked it on the we marked it on the road. But if you don't have the good lights, you could miss it, and people are driving by. And this is the reason my voice is like this: people would come up the road and they'd miss a turn, and I, I had to kind of yell in the middle of the street to get them in. And you were down there with the flashlight, and every time you started getting that flashlight rolling, we could see you. 
and all of us were just losing our minds and ready for the next rider to come so, in and shoot. And uh, so that, that was my day. It's, it's a long few days, but I can ride this course anytime and getting seeing everybody do what they do and get them in. People have supported me in here. And I don't mind giving back, and I'll give back as long as I can. We have sat for hours waiting for Brad to come in, but and, uh, we, we, we will always wait. I am, he, finishes. I, he finishes, and he rides his bike more than I do. <laughs> so I appreciate I appreciate everybody here and giving an opportunity to do this. So, uh, Trevor, how was your day? Let's start with you. Trevor. I'm going to go sit on the couch. Friday. Thank you, Brett. Thank you very much. Brett Stevens, folks. Brett Stevens, for all your counseling needs. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Brett Stevens. Yeah, Milo, come on. All right, Trevor. Friday morning. What's going on in your head? I know, I know it was pretty chill for you. <laughs> Another board well, meeting. Another board meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffleboard. Yeah. Let's see. What did we do Thursday? I don't remember that. Anyway, we don't even talk meeting. about Thursday. Yeah, Crystal gave us, they gave us these great shirts. I don't know we've talked about that yet, but... <laughs> um yeah so friday uh got up about five six o'clock well five o'clock i'm getting old and uh finally got uh, made some folders got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey away, the folders half calf that's really good <laughs> not too much buzz yeah just keeps you so anyway keeps you, keeps you level so anyway um made sure got uh, jim brewer um my uh awesome roommate and uh life partner life partner roommate um you know separate beds people yeah his, his dog would not let me in that room <laughs> oh gus oh gus oh gus anyway um you know what yeah gus was really good gus did not poop on the carpet kind of forgot about him jim Jim is the best dog owner on the face of the planet, and, and Gus is proof. Okay? <laughs> or, yeah, Jim chooses his roommates wisely. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let me take off this beautiful district bicycle. I'm getting hot. This sweatshirt we got here. It's, it's just, it's, oh, For man, all your sweatshirt needs. Hot, yeah. <laughs> district and, uh, so um, so we, we get out. We get out to the uh, staircase, uh, which we had built the year before for uh, your climbing needs and, uh, to get you out. We didn't want to get you stuck in there. We're not tired. And uh, so um, Jim and I went out there. We put that, you know, uh, what, 32 feet of plywood down to keep that part dry. <laughs> so <laughs> really, there, there, the was, there was glass there. There was metal shards. We were protecting your feet, there really. Dead cows. Yeah, Carcasses. dead cows. I mean, God. Saw some really good selfies for that dead cow. Yeah. That's good. I haven't seen that. Cleaning their bikes out. Jim, yeah. Jim just mentioned. Go ahead, Trevor. Tell. So, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, people. Yeah. Apparently, we had some people. You, you. I mean, you, you're seriously like some really like animal activist people out there ripping off the ribs and cleaning their own bikes with them, which is awesome. Well, it was like thing was it's alive. Awesome. Hashtag <laughs> vegan life. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah, I mean, it was for a few months. Easily. There was not. There's there's some, it's for the some meat on the hoofs and. Adam Gribber tried selling that to us, but... <laughs> 1907 Meat but Company. 1907 Meat Company. Meet, meet your meat needs. <laughs> he did not laugh at that. So, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, but we got out there. Um, we put up the uh, GoPro mounts, uh, sprayed some red paint around there for you so we didn't 
we knew you, we didn't want you to trip or anything. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, you know, so anyway, so we got that on Friday morning and then I go home thinking it's going to be a kind of a chill afternoon, kind of relax before the, maybe go to Home Depot. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bed, bath and beyond if we have time. <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, so, um, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, oh, just, you know, might as well just go down there and, you know, see what's going on. And in the meantime, all, everything's changing. So I get the phone call, get down here now, which I was already down there, Jim. But anyway. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> so, but you know what, that uh, the expo, all the vendors were awesome. Iron Monk, um, awesome. You know, they made a Land Run 100 beer. That was delicious. Was awesome. Session IPA that, yeah. I mean, literally knocked our socks yeah, off. Yeah, it was. I and mean, growlers. And it got better the more we drank it, so. It really did get better. Every every sip, it got better. <laughs> Isn't that true for all beer? Yes. No. I'm, I'm Actually, talking about. That's true. <laughs> no, it's not always true. So, so anyway, um, we got that, and, you know, the guys did a really good job, um, and Crystal, the guys and gal, um, they all did just an amazing job. Mila did an amazing job organizing all the volunteers. And we got, um, you know, Salsa and Kuat were awesome. They let us use their trucks as backdrops. And we had um, Scott Nutt's stage out there, and it worked just really well. So we got all that set, set up. Olin Weaver, I want to give a big shout-out to Olin Weaver and his family. <clears throat> I mean, he came out no charge. He's an incredible sound guy. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, he's nationally known. And he came out and he adapted to different circumstances based upon the changes that we had from an indoor to an outdoor venue. Took care of all the live music when we were supposed to, he was only supposed to supply sound for the actual audio for the, for the writers meetings, you know, just for us speaking and for all the, the shout outs and things like that. And so anyway, Olin, thank you so much, man. If you're listening to this, just yeah, you, you go awesome. above and beyond every single year. We love you, man. We love you. Thank you. So anyway, we went to bed that night, and then um, after getting all that set up and taken down, thank you to uh, Dirty Kanza for letting us use their uh, barricades and all that good stuff. Cause yeah, that would be yeah. <laughs> bring a bigger truck next year, leave it. <laughs> um, so. They got the biggest one they could get. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a, maybe go to Wichita or... then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we still we really anyway, love you guys. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, no, thank you all for that. But yeah. um, uh. You know, so Saturday morning, we got up bright and early, got the tent set up, got everything set up for the start. Um, and then after the start, we got the whole finish line set up, and it was actually pretty awesome. It all came together really well. Uh, a couple little hiccups here and there, but, you know, nothing like any other. I mean, nothing like last year. Nothing no, at all. Nothing. I mean, even, you know, any any event <laughs> promoter <laughs> is going to drop the mic. Yeah. Oh, whole we have some issues going on here, here at District Bicycles. Uh, We're going to have to do inventory on our chains. Yeah. Yeah. We're just trying to steal some chains. Oh, two of seven. There we go. So, anyway, we're getting everything all set up for the, the finish line. And uh, I asked Myla and Brett, I'm like, hey, when's it your, your guy that's going to do all the PA stuff or announcing stuff going to get here? Oh, that was Bobby. So we go talk to Bobby. That was him. Well, I thought I so Brett's no. Brett's really good friends with this famous guy. Who cares? <laughs> and 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 in the mix of all this, I I just I mean Brett kept telling me there was a miscommunication. Here's a guy, the gentleman. And there was, and I didn't. 
I didn't, okay. I didn't make it happen. So, no, no big deal because what ended up happening? The worst thing that ever happened to Land Run. <laughs> land Run 100. Land One Run 100. <laughs> land, land Run, one, run 100. Rename the event. <laughs> T-shirts are being printed <laughs> right now. One, so, 100. I can't like, even uh, say it. I can't say right. what you said. Well, anyway, what so, we're trying to get to is that Trevor came in, and like, I mean, we didn't even talk about it, man. And yeah, 11th hour, <laughs> PA set up downtown. We're 50 milers are coming in. We've 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 gotten a, an additional set of uh, you know magnetic strip readers for all the riders and all the runners, so we know two blocks ahead of time who's coming down the chute. No, you don't. I remember memorized all those names and numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole I was month. wondering how that trip worked. <laughs> <laughs> At the 11th hour, DG Productions. It. <laughs> so DG Productions out of Dude, Oklahoma awesome. City. Jason, man, Jason, you've been here two years in a row. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah. Cannot say thank you. You're an absolute rock star. And yes, you do look really fantastic in that Land Run hat that you kept talking about last night. Um, so, I mean, Trevor stepped in, grabbed the wireless mic that Olin handed him, and then all of a sudden we had this, like, event announcer that... <laughs> erupted out of this man, this mustache, yeah. and we didn't even know it existed. And you and Tyler, tag team, Tyler yeah. Seams, all night. And it was amazing. And, I, yeah, and was I, saw the, I saw the energy level of these riders absolutely change when they heard their name or their city. When you said their right. city, they like perked up and oh, their yeah. chest came out and their shoulders came up and their hands went off the bike. Oh, yeah, that and was it, the big thing. Like, you know, tell them, wave hi to your fans, it, or, you know. Uh, or getting the getting the crowd, you know, getting them going before they even get in. And it was amazing. Dude. It was cool because I think the crowd, like, it was the biggest crowd I've ever really seen for Land Run. Like, it was by far around, the, like, the whole crowd. time. And by you far, you know, um, thank you, Stillwater, yeah. and and families for staying around. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, usually people just you know kind of stay around for like the the winners, you know, and they don't really stick around for much more. But man, people were sticking around, you know, drinking that Iron Monk beer and. And the, food, know, trucks, the, and food, the trucks, food trucks, all the food trucks. And all the food trucks. Yeah, pretty them, yeah. We haven't talked about the food trucks. We'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Um, but they were all really good. So, no, it was fun. And it was really cool just sitting there, being right there next to Bobby, you know, hugging everybody, trying to keep everybody from getting away without a Bobby hug. Or a patch, which we'll get to that too. a patch. And, you know, making sure that they got a, uh, you know, some water, Coke, or a adult beverage. And, um you know, it was just it was so much fun just, just being right there. And, um, you know, I thank you guys for, you know, let me be a part of it. It's, it's just awesome. It helps me with my events, and I think it makes all of our events a lot better. So it's fun. I think okay. so, too, man. Thank you, Trevor, man. <laughs> Thanks for all you did, man. Yeah. 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 Thank you. All right. Next up on the <laughs> Land Run 100 Recap Podcast is the – much better looking, better half of <laughs> the Stevens crew. Uh, I don't know about that. I, uh, yeah. The much more capable. I, I do like the, him. The, hold on, hold on. The title that you have been given at your professional work was what? Oh, Teacher of the Year. Teacher of the Year. <laughs> we have Teacher of the World here, District guys. District Teacher of the Year, yeah. Myla Stevens. And my voice is also hoarse, so forgive that. As well. But it's 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 great. No, it sounds great. Everybody's gonna love it, by the way. So Myla, you you wore many hats over the last few months, and then also like this week you took on you took on a shit ton. Like let's just be honest. And I I just want to go ahead like 
give it to you. You can start as far back <laughs> as you want. You can start as Friday. Just let us know <laughs> what your position was. As like, far back as you want, but Friday. <laughs> or Friday. I mean, that was kind of the no, parameters, but I don't care. Go no, my, my day did start Thursday. Well, aside from all my husband's things and all that, but my day did start with Thursday because um, we had volunteers Thursday night for packet stuffing yep. and setting up at Iron Monk Brewery. So all I, your beverage, adult beverage needs, all your, Iron yes, Monk Brewery. Yes, yes. Um, I left work as fast as I could to get here by four for the setup and things and help Crystal. And we stuffed packets for hours and then we were trying to figure out how to get the tables, all those unfolded and how that would flow. And we laid out the inside of Iron Monk Brewery, all for it to be changed on Friday. And we get there Friday morning. I think my morning started at 4 a.m. And because I have to drive about 15, 20 minutes in, which isn't far, but I am in a different, little different town, but really yeah. close. Perkins, Oklahoma. Perkins, represent. Represent. And we got it there and basically finished stuffing the bags, got the tables laid out. Um, Trevor and I worked really closely together to get the outside changed and done. Uh, I checked in all the volunteers. Shout out to everyone that signed up on Sign Up Genius. I don't know, for all your sign up needs or something. That seems to be genius needs. I think my volunteers are geniuses because they really were. I would say I need this done, and they just were like, okay. And, if they ha and I said, if you have any questions, and they got back to me and let me know if they needed more. And I just really appreciated having all those volunteers. Um, Land Run could not have happened without them. Um, all day Friday, they were greeting people, checking IDs for your beer drinking. Oh, yeah. Um, and making sure waivers were signed and that everybody was happy and having a great time. They greeted everyone. <coughs> and then, so that was Friday night. And then when they helped tear down and transport everything over to district, because we were setting up Saturday morning, early, early. Um, 5 a.m., I think I was here mm -hmm. at district. You were. You were. And we were setting out the registration table and all the T-shirts and getting those checked in for the riders that weren't able to make it Friday night. Um, let's see, then I don't really have any volunteers during the day, so I just kind of ran around doing little random things. Um, I got to hang out with my friend Liz's mother, Nancy, and she finally was like, okay, slow down, Energizer Bunny. And I was like, I can't. I've got to go here now. <laughs> like yeah. she, She's like, well, have you eaten? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I ate three days ago, I think. <laughs> you know, I, I was so tired. I think tired. all of us felt that way. Yeah, yeah. no, we, I think all of, we got fed. It just, I, I don't know. To eat. Yeah. <laughs> so food was, I, I did eat, Damn. not much, but... And they asked how many cups of coffee. I don't drink coffee, so it was all water. And you don't drink coffee? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, no coffee needs I guess here, I did not you. realize that. Yeah. The interview is over. Yeah. 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 You've lost, I'm kicked out. You've lost all interview <laughs> I'm privileges. I'm out of Land Run. Aspen, Aspen Coffee Co. <laughs> so. Not for my They do. Students. I will drink their granita. I, I, do, I did have their granita. Good. So I guess I there's, there's some caffeine sugar in there. Probably not the... I don't know. It was delicious. Um, lots of water, and I coordinated with Brandon Neal with the Jeep guys and checked in uh, the SAG vehicles so we could move the road barriers to get the SAG vehicles in to drop off people and drop off drop bags from Perry, and I had to kind of grab wonderful random people from the audience to help me unload SAG bags, and I appreciate them that just were like, hey, we see you. Do you need anything? And I'd be like, Actually, yeah, um, and I w greatly appreciate all the volunteers that were out there, um, especially the ones that stayed well past their time. I had several volunteers that were like, yeah, but you're not done, so we're here until we're done. And I was like, 
really? Because you're like 40, like I've let you go 10 times now if you really need to. And they were just like, no, we've got stuff to do. We're going to do it. And I can't say enough about them. I wish I could list all of them, but yeah. <laughs> there are so many people, so many. many people I met this weekend that were just willing to say, what do you need and take care of us as Land Run and of the riders as well. Um, minor to major things. Uh, everything was broken down so fast. They sweep the streets for trash. And by the way, if you are missing your drop bag, it's still here at District. We have quite the lost and found. <laughs> yeah. I'm we're totally at, I'm getting all the a good stuff. over there. Yeah, we're, think, we're keeping yeah. all the good stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. <laughs> and some sunglasses that look pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so just FYI, they're here at District. And we came back Sunday what, today's Sunday, today's right? Sunday. Today's Sunday. Okay, so Sunday morning, <laughs> and I had a volunteers here this morning to help wrap up and clean up. They've swept floors and uh, washed tables and things like that. Um, so that was, I know, what, what is day is this? We're, yeah, yeah, I know. The we've days all been on, like, short hours of sleep, which is awesome. run into each other. Um, I just thrive on being able to help people and... Um, get seeing things get done and i love coordinating all that and i appreciate you guys letting me run that <laughs> you okay so. what what i want everyone to understand out of every single thing that you just said i've been thinking about this all weekend like how to give you props and like how to like tell you a proper thank you <clears throat> no you 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 adapted flawlessly you directed purposely you told people no. You told me no. I was grabbing, <laughs> I was, I was grabbing T-shirts, and you're like, Bobby, you realize that we don't have enough of those volunteer T-shirts for the people we already have. And I was like, uh, okay. Well, and we, we, we did make a list for those that jumped out of the crowd and things like that. I did write down their names sure. and sizes. It's, it's just I wanted to make sure the ones that truly signed up first for to volunteer got their shirt because they earned it a month ago when they signed up yeah. so and then they, they everyone deserves their shirt that Everybody. is for sure but we'll get them ordered and we'll do it take we'll do it. it you don't worry about that so but the point is the point of everything that you've done and said is that myla for land run and for district for this week and weekend when we needed an ace card to be played it was you. I don't know. I just started this. No. <laughs> <laughs> like laughing in horse Yeah, I'm you sorry. were our ace card. Like, you, so, yeah. you, were, you trumped him. So. It was over. It was so. done. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Like, you I didn't love it. it so. You and Brett are so <laughs> solid. <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah, Volunteer yeah. of the Year oh. award. I couldn't do it without Crystal. Um, she's the one that coordinated like all the stuff leading up to it. She made it easy, and I just was able to walk in and say, "This okay, this is what has to be done. I can do that. And so she at least had her vision and what I needed to take care of. With, Absolutely. With very little talk, I would say, but it, she made it easy. So. Well, thank you so, so much. Awesome. I can't say thank you enough. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so actually, we don't have anybody like in either two of the seats right now, but I think we should get a writer's perspective and a female writer's perspective, even if it's just for a moment, Aaron, just for a moment. I really want you up here. I really do. So, so, so we did a thing. We, we did a thing um, that we all decided upon. That uh, when when the when the when the race was closed and when the race was full, 
Mm -hmm. And the, the waiting list had started to fill up. We decided that we were going to let in any female that registered on the waiting list into the, the, the registered rider list. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so when you found out about that, like as a, as a female rider, I mean, did you have any thoughts about that? Did, did you think about it at all? Like, tell, tell me about that. <laughs> Um, well, I hadn't thought about it much beforehand. I didn't realize until it was such a big deal that it was such a big deal. Um, and that sounded redundant, but no, it's great. <laughs> I didn't realize that females weren't really into writing that much. Uh, I've loved it so much that it didn't seem like something that people wouldn't want to do. Yeah, when, uh, when did you start riding? I, start, I got my bike a year ago, and it was a road bike, and I didn't start riding gravel until, like, the summer. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, it just seemed yeah. pretty typical, I guess. Like a, like a fluid transition and a fluid thing for you. Yeah, and that a girl would want to ride gravel. I didn't see why not. Absolutely. So, and that's how we feel. That's how yeah. I feel, too. That's how Milo uh, feels. That's how Crystal feels. Yeah, but once I did find that out, it was really encouraging to see how many females were out there. Um, I think we immediately year, had so. 16 women hop on the waiting list that night. Because oh. everyone on social media was like, if you get on the waiting list, they're going to let you in. I did hear that. And we did it. Mm -hmm. So, that's awesome. That's awesome that you have that perspective. That's the perspective of like, of believing that something is makes sense. You already have the sense of adventure inside of you, and it just makes sense for you. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to cultivate in mm -hmm. all of these different people. And that's why we wanted to make it accessible for everyone. Mm -hmm. And and doing that by the by by letting the women in. Milo wants to jump in. I'm going to jump in real quick because I also want to, while we're speaking about the women, there's an amazing group of local cyclists here called the Red Dirt Divas, and they are just empowering women in both road, gravel, mountain biking, and I can't speak highly enough of them. We actually have a friend that owns one of one of the apartments downtown here, and they threw a little breakfast brunch to see all the riders off for those that were not riding. Um, and then to see their riders off that were in the 50 or the 100 mile race. So shout out to the Red Dirt Divas of Stillwater. Yes, Woo! that party upstairs above District. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it got everyone. Everyone was like, "Man, I wish I was up there in that balcony." <laughs> they they brought a uh, they brought a vibe that we've never had before. And Michelle, thank you so much for opening up your apartment and your balcony. Mm -hmm, above that the looked shop. awesome. It was definitely it was exciting nice. to see everybody cheering you on at the start. Yeah. So. so uh, I do have one more thing to say about Go the ahead, female. Please. Yeah, so on the course, actually, there was like a sense of um, camaraderie or like um, sense of a team. Yeah, when yeah. you'd pass another girl or see another girl on the course um, amongst all of the, the guys out there, it was definitely acknowledged the... Um, that bond that you had there. I didn't when, know when that. We, yeah. That's cool. Uh, they'd be like, you go girl, or something like that. So it was uh, exciting. Probably the only time I'll ever say that. But, um, <laughs> what, so you, it, go, it was great. you go girl? Is yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> not really something that I say, but it was fun to hear no. it. Fun to hear it out there. Someone else said it. You were just repeating. Uh -huh. Yeah. I should put in quotes, but. Yeah, there you go. So, so this was your first century. It was. Uh-huh. Uh, road riding or gravel riding. So just 100 in general. And it was not an easy one. No, it was understatement, not easy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you, you, I mean, you look fantastic today. Like you look, easy like now. you did a great job. <laughs> no, I mean, like you, you, you know, you're awake and you're breathing. Except, uh -huh. you know, Jake, besides Jim, like your 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 other half there, he's know, falling right? asleep on the couch. <laughs> no, just kidding. But um, uh -huh. so 
as your first, you know, big event, mm-hmm. gravel event, mm-hmm. you know, just in a, in, a, in a few sentences, you know, like give the rundown for someone who is thinking female or not. Mm-hmm. Taking on something like this, the mentality that you took on yourself to say, I've never done this before, but I know mm-hmm. I'm capable. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of people across this finish line who are four-time, not a lot of people that were four-time finishers, but a lot of people who did the race last year and finished last year. Mm-hmm. And they told me that because the mud was so spread out mm-hmm. that it, they felt that it was harder this year than it was last year when we only had a 22% finish rate. Mm-hmm. So encouragement, things that were going through your mind, mm-hmm. how you push through anything like that for a brand new person, go for it. Okay. Um, well, the support on the course from all the people, uh, they were having a great time. Um, and it was encouraging to be surrounded by people who, uh, were going through suffering, I think was, yeah, is a good is right word, word, but having a great time doing it. Um, the, and the, the, the camaraderie, the vibe on the course this year was a lot higher morale than it was last year. I think at I'll take your word for it. I, was, I wasn't there. <laughs> okay. Um, but also. I've heard, yeah, I've heard people say that and the people that were out there, um, I think I heard one person say that they were, they were glad that it was taking, they were in the mud when they were saying it, but they preferred it having this way versus a really dry course that you just zip, zip down because they got to really enjoy being out there and being adventurous and, um, getting to, uh, take the whole day to do something that they love. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as doing a century for the first time, it was uh, really exciting. The second half of the course was beautiful, and the sun came out. Um, and so it was uh, totally uh, surprised me um, that after such a hard like first half that you could just go back um, and feel great and just cruise through the second half having a great having a great time. Yeah. Well, we were all really waiting for you and pumped, and Jim kept talking about it. And, like saying it but not like making it everyone's priority but the second that he mentioned it everyone was like what was that where's Aaron what's going on and we all made it our prerogative to be available Mm -hmm. and to be extremely focused for when you were coming down the finish line Mm -hmm. well it was great to see everybody in Perry um Ariel and um Crystal, thank you. Uh, we're there, and those are the two that I especially talked with. Um, as I'm thanking her, and I would blank on the name. That's nice, but uh, so they were the two that I talked to the most, and were the most helpful. So I'm really glad that you guys were there. Yeah. So, um, and then even shouting down the finish line too. That was uh, something that I won't forget. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for digging really, really deep. Like you embody everything about what we want people to realize about themselves you know if you want a really really dry course go do an event that tries to find the roads that are the driest (laughs) go to an event that tries to get the most finish rate the highest Mm -hmm. possible finish rate but if you want to like find out who you are Mm -hmm. and if you want to find out what you're capable of and Mm -hmm. what you're can do you know and what you're absolutely what your soul is ingrained and made up of Mm -hmm. then you can come to Land Run, and we're going to show you the roads that no one else knows about. Mm-hmm. We're going to show you yeah. the roads that we have to go to the, the, the county commissioner and ask mm-hmm. for permission to ride on. <laughs> we're going to show you the roads that are literally grown over with grass, that <laughs> have trees coming over mm-hmm. and embarking over, and there's maybe like a broke-down RV or like mm-hmm. a trailer house that the windows are broken out of <laughs> on the right-hand side. A road that no one's driven maybe in 20 years, 
and dead cows and cow shit everywhere. These are the roads that... I know what road you're talking about. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. Actually, I'm talking about one that goes to <laughs> another place also that no one knows about yet. Yet. Uh, well, I yet. will say it was exciting to learn that stuff about yourself, but also to learn that stuff about everybody else that you're with and yes. you're riding with and to see stuff come out of other people that you didn't know they were capable of either, so... And that happened to so many people. We had about, mm -hmm. a, well, I, I haven't done like the full, full numbers, but I think we're really close to the highest finish rate we've ever had. Oh, on that's one, great. One of the, high, the hardest races we ever had. So we believe truly right now that we may be actually changing the culture within the idea of what gravel racing is and changing away from this event that I signed up for to go ride a hundred miles and I'm mm -hmm. going to check it off and it's going to be done to like everything is unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Am I actually ready? Mm -hmm. And like you got ready. Mm -hmm. and, and I was in the back too and people were still having a good time and they're rolling back there with me. So awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, congratulations. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we're going to bring somebody from the outside that got a, an opportunity, and he's been telling me things all day long today as we've done a lot of recap and we've done a lot of, we've done a lot of, uh, of reminiscing today. I know it's only like t less than 24 hours from the last finish they crossed the finish line, but um, <clears throat> we, we had a chance to, to have some really unbelievable creative minds at Land Run this year. And uh, this is someone that I've gotten to know over over the last year and a half. His name is Glenn Charles. He's from Lubeck, Maine, the farthern eastern city. Easternmost point. Yeah. Easternmost point in the United States of America for all your eastern needs, Lubeck, Maine. Continental U.S. for those uh, Alaska geeks. Yeah. Because they've got some place that's actually farther east. But oh, well. Who's counting, right? Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. They yeah. think so. Yeah. So Glenn is a uh, professional dreamer. Glenn is a professional. Man, I like that. I like that. You are. You like that. You're a professional person of of uh, giving passion. Like you embody drive, and you have inside of you something that no one that I've ever met um, seriously has. You you will not stop. You guys really do want to date each other. We are dating each other currently. It's happening. You guys are staring into each other's eyes a little too much here. Cass, man, I'm sorry. Sorry, Every Cass. Cass, Cass, dude, everybody else loves you. Bobby's my man. I I I I, I, I thought I could do it, Cass. I thought I could be true to you, but I know you're headed down to South America. I love you, brother, but. I got to break it to you. Bobby's my man. I, I, it's done. It's done. Oh. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It was real while it lasted. Cass, okay. Cass. Cass Gilbert, for all... Serious bromance. For all, for all your bromance needs, Cass Gilbert, wildoutriding.com. If you're bored in your cubicle right now, yeah, pause, I mean, hit I, pause. I know this is a long podcast. I, mean, I, mean, truly, I don't care. Wait, wait. Time out, time out. Yeah, truly, yeah. truly, if you want to be inspired, if you want to be inspired, yeah. follow Cass. Follow Cass. Thank you for bringing dude, that up. The dude is so real, and his imagery is so true. So true. So true. It's, um, it's, I mean, it's really spectacular. Dude, love you, man, but Bobby's my man. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. 
Brady, you can have him. Yeah. <laughs> Still water stomach coming. Still water stomach coming. <laughs> so, Glenn, you, I, I, I was floored, floored when you told me that you were here. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I've been to a lot of places. I've traveled a lot of different places. I'm not a racer, so I'm definitely an outsider. But, you know, I think what, what you and Crystal have here, as I've said numerous times this week, is, um, you know, it's community. It's this sense of passion. It's all these people in this room looking around. It's, it's love, you know. Um, yeah. You can't make that stuff up. Um, you've got great bourbon on the shelves. Uh, <laughs> thanks to you. Th- you a little know, bit of scotch. A little bit of scotch, thanks to you. A little bit of scotch, thank you. It's travel from Maine. Oban, 14. Oban. Hashtag Oban. Awesome. Hashtag. Um, you know, I, I just think that, I, I think that the, the spirit that you guys embody here, um, it's special. I mean, it, for those people out there listening, if you own a bike shop, you need to, you need to, you need to emulate this formula. Because it's not about selling bikes and it's not about, you know, repairing shit. And it's about creating community. Um, and when I rolled up three days ago and, and, and walked through your doors, and I mean, it was instantaneous that that's what this embodied. And um, it's special. You know, you guys have something really, really special. I told Crystal that earlier, I told you that numerous times. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, man, I'm blown away, blown away Thank you, by man. what you've created, what you have here and what you're doing for the community of Stillwater, you know, and I hope that at some point they embrace it and figure it out. I think they're getting on board. You know, it's, it's hard. Yep. It's hard, right? Sure. It's hard for communities. It's a, it's a, it's a shift. It's new. It's a shift. Yeah. You know, it's not football. It's not. Sorry. No, Go Gators. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go, <laughs> Go Post. Yeah. Oh, can I just say that? SEC. SEC. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I had to throw that out there. I had to throw it out there. <laughs> hey, you guys have Bobby here, man. We'll edit this. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right, who's uh, the coach of yeah. your basketball team right now? Bill oh, Ford. Hey, hold on. Hey, guess what? Bill Ford Travis. is the coach of our shit. Not him. Travis Your Ford. Your professional team. Oh, our professional basketball who is it? team. Oh, Travis Ford is, is, is yeah. our coach. And who is it? Billy Donovan. Yeah. And where'd he come from? Florida. University of Florida, baby! <laughs> Sorry, man. That's okay. It's all right. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Good. That was it. That was a... Uh, like a sneak attack. I'm sorry. A sneak attack. I'm done. Hey, I'm sne- done with right, that. Gribben knows all about sneak attacks. <laughs> all right. So, um, moving on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we're it's done. All right, it's all right, we're it's done. All right. We're done. We're done. It's all right. <laughs> this Couldn't is why. Resist. Go Gators. This is why we don't edit. Okay. This is why we do not edit. We're we're unlearning the idea of editing. Um, oh, I get it. Yeah, you get it. You got it. So, all right. So, I brought you in. I brought. You in and and didn't expect it to actually come together like you and Jason Boucher yep. from Quality Bicycle Products from QBP and um, Mike Reamer from Salsa Cycles. All all three of you are incredibly talented photographers. You're incredibly talented at telling a story through a lens, and you were here to not only create a feeling of camaraderie and to 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 
grow this feeling of community that we have even more because that's what you did while you were here. Because every single person that saw your face while they were here felt like they were your friend forever. I promise you that. But secondly, you were looking at this event from behind the lens. And we're going to tell that story from your lens and from Mike's lens and from Jason's lens. But but um, you and I have been talking about that for a while, and and so I want I want to hear like your experience yesterday, race day, right? Land Run 100, not just race day, but event day. Yeah. Like, what was your experience, and what were you feeling, and what were the things that were going through your mind? Well, you know, I I I think that the the you know anybody that knows you and know knows Crystal. You know, the first thing you, you, you sense is, is just love. I mean, I, I, I sound like a friggin' hippie, but I mean, it's like We are love. hippies. We're hippies of our time. You know, time. I mean, it's love. I mean, I, it's what I wrote in my, in my little Instagram posts yesterday. Um, I, think, I think you hugged almost every friggin' soul that crossed the finish line. I think had to yeah. be, right? If I mean, he missed anybody, it's, I, it's their fault. Not I, was there for, <laughs> I was there for hours, I and I did not few, see you miss a soul. I chased a few people through the finish line so, corridor, past the food trucks, and yeah, so, I'm pretty know, sure it was about a... I'm, I'm hoping it was 100%. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. sure you get your, your hug, so then we don't have to go chase after right. you, or Bobby doesn't go chase after you, then we got to oh, go chase after oh. Bobby. So, you know, I mean... I, I ran a little bit yesterday. I'm, 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 a, I'm an incredible... Um, sucker for romance and uh, compassion and love um, and simple. And my takeaway from yesterday through the whole thing was the joy that every single person that crossed the finish line had and the joy and the love that you shared with them in your embrace. Um, you know, I joked earlier today that I have more pictures in the back of your head and your ass, which quite, <laughs> quite frankly needs a little meat on it. It needs meat. It needs some meat, man, because work- you're, you're doing the tour doing and the tour. you need some fat, buddy. Uh, but the back of your head is fine. Um, it's like, you know, I mean, how do you, how do you beat that? I mean, really, seriously, I'm, I'm all kidding aside. How do you beat that? That's, that was just pure love. Um, and I think that you know, in the cycling community, we're blessed that uh, we have this community. We have this people that just, you know, they, they love the sport. They love one another. Um, there's very, you know, I mean, obviously there's conflict here and there. But by and large, everybody just loves what we do, you know. Um, and I think that what you guys have done here and what you did yesterday just embodies that spirit at its purest element. And uh, the sky's the limit, you know? Sky's the limit, really. I'm, I'm, I mean, that's, that's the way I feel. You get up here, Brett. I'm going to tag in on that because I got a story related to that. All right. <laughs> Brett, uh, welcome. Hold on one second. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Brett Stevens. Promise, 30 seconds. Man 30 of the hour. Away. So we're, we're, we're at the finish line. People are getting hugs. And uh, get closer. Who's, who's the salsa? Mike Brian, 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 Brian Hanson. Brian Hanson. And this lady comes up. Salsa brand ambassador. This lady comes up and she goes, she goes, what, why, why do you guys do this? What, what, do you just got do this to get a hug from these bearded guys? Is that what you win? What, what do you, what's your prize? What's your award? How much and, money do you win? And, and, and I look at Brian and Brian looks at me and, and kind of like Glenn was just saying, it's like, was well, there anything else? 
And Brian, Brian, I've never hugged. We talked at these events, like maybe 16 words, you know, because we just, we run in different circles. I go, Brian, bring it in. And then just, that's why we do it. And this lady's like, all right, I get it. You know, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like you were saying, you, you, so, you, you know, is there anything else? Like it, no, saying. it's so simple. I mean, honestly, it is simple. Not, not to get, not to get. No, I, I, we I, can. I, Let's get there. Let's I'll do throw, this. I'll throw in my oh, stupid, my stupid, because <laughs> we're in that season of the year, my stupid political rant. Right. Yeah, right. It's just friggin' love, man. Yeah, just love. Man. It's so simple. It really is not hard. It's not hard. I spoke. It's not hard at all. And we make it hard and it's not. We make it really and hard. I, and I think that that's what events like this encapsulate, you know? Um, they, the, this, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the people that wanted to ride their bike 50 miles, right? The, the runners that wanted to, to, to complete the course. The 50K um, course. People that wanted to ride 100 miles through the schmuck and... And they did it in that sense of accomplishment, um, in that sense of joy, in a sense of camaraderie coming up the stairs, you know, the, the couple that dragged their friggin' tandems. Oh, man. Note to self, don't ride a tandem on this course. Yeah. <laughs> that's just fucking stupid. We only had four, by the way. Sorry, Adam. just stupid. Yeah, no, it's um, okay, it's all right. Yeah, it's just stupid. Um, and I love tandems, but that's just stupid. You know, I mean, it's like... But it's that sense of accomplishment that people feel. Um, we so need that right now in, in our nation. We do. Um, and we need people to just, to just be open to accepting one another for who we are and, and being compassionate and being peaceful and being in love. And I mean, it's just awesome. And so I thought, hop off my soapbox. I need yeah. more Is there more bourbon up there? There is. There's, there's, somewhere. there's, well, there's some Lafroy up there. I might have to get some Yeah, and that's some homemade whiskey. That's homemade whiskey. Yeah, that's disgusting. Okay, I'm that sorry. Okay, good, good, good. But, good. but, I, I didn't I th- know. I, but I think that what you've done, just final, final, I think what you've done uh, is awesome. I think, you know, the staff that you have here, phenomenal. I've said that over and over and over again. The moment I walked in the shop, everybody made me feel comfortable. And every time I came back in the shop, they made me feel comfortable. Um, and I saw that with everybody else that came into your shop. So if you're up for an adventure, you want to do something new, you got to come to Land Run. It's awesome. Come down here. If you want a custom bike, moots. If you want a custom salts, salsa, you know, cutthroat, you know, come down here. Order your bike. Warbird. You know, if you want a Marrakesh, which actually I quite frankly think is the coolest friggin' bike yes. that is out there right now. Like, if you want to go tour the the southern tier, the northern tier, if you want to go the PCT, the Marrakesh. Awesome friggin' bike. Awesome. I totally awesome. agree. From, from the shelf. Go. Boom. Done. You're, you're set, man. So you what can you roll said on. about I'm simplicity. I'm sorry. I'm off my shelf It's perfect. Now. I'm off my it's shelf It's perfect. Now. We can facilitate all those things through yeah, phone I'll calls keep, straight to the bike I'll shop. I'll keep pontificating. Because our website for District Bicycles does not exist yet. And but it, it will, will happen But soon. it will. It will. It will, um, it will be there. So, I will make it happen. Yeah. It will yeah. be there. Chris Peters will make that happen. For all your website needs, chrispeters.com. <laughs> may not be an actual <laughs> Right. May not be an actual website. There, Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. Sorry. Um, so I spoke really quickly. Um, I, I, spoke at a, I spoke at an entrepreneurship and creativity class this week, the week of Land Run on Thursday. It was absolutely the worst timing of all time. I told him three weeks prior that I would be there. Yeah. 
And um, Tom Morrill, the uh, professor, I believe, is his name. And No, no, Morrill Hall. We were in Morrill Hall. So it was Tom. I can't remember. I'm sorry, Tom. Westbrook. Can't, Westbrook. Yep. Tom Westbrook. Doctor. Dr. Tom Westbrook. <laughs> the point that I got to. <laughs> During the class for your entrepreneurial needs. Morrill Hall. OSU. I told them in this class about unlearned pavement. The question was, and they, they preface it this way. They said, this is a hard question. But they didn't, they didn't actually understand like, who they were talking to, I don't think. But they said, this is the hardest question ever. I'm sorry, that's not a cocky thing. It's just that it's a clear vision. There's a clear vision. When you have a clear vision, it's an easy answer. They said, what's the most creative thing that you've ever done, that you've ever come up with? They said, it's a hard question. <laughs> that's not a hard question. And uh, I told them, unlearned pavement and the idea and the life and the mantra behind unlearned pavement is absolutely the most creative thing that I've ever been gifted. Not that I've come up with on my own. And what you were talking about, about the hugs at the end of the finish line and why people are doing this event and why they're trying to find out who they are and what they're made of and how they don't even realize that what they're doing that day during that event and how many people on the backside that they're inspiring and that they're showing is made possible. And Glenn, you told me earlier, you and your life partner, Eleanor, that you own an inn and you run an inn together and that what we're doing here is inspiring you to run your inn better. It's totally. And it's not totally. bicycles. It's not no. this. It's not that. It's, no. You could be inspiring beyond the measure that you ever could think of. It's totally bicycle agnostic. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean it, 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 it's totally. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I walked in here spent two, three days and I'm like, how do we make, you know, the experience of people that come into our pub and our inn feel the way that I felt, I felt when I came in here. Exactly. Like if I could bottle that and give that to my staff in a completely different, you know, endeavor. Setting endeavor, yes. Golden, man, because that's the way I want to feel. You know, I want, I want to feel welcome. I want to feel embraced. Um, exactly. And I think from an entrepreneurial spirit, that's, you know, that's what business owners want with Aspen coffee, you know, right? You know, people yeah. walk in there, they want to feel welcome, you know, people in there playing board games and, you know, drinking espressos. That's what you want. Um, yeah, totally. Totally. Absolutely. No, and, it, I, and I think you've got that. And I will yeah. tell you, cause you've got staff here right now, right? You've got some staff here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I said it wasn't about what you did and about what Crystal did. It was about what your staff did. It was your staff, because you guys were busy. It was your staff that made me feel welcome, and your staff that made other people feel welcome, and and loved. And I watched it day in and day out. And and quite frankly, there's a company uh, that makes wonderful beer products, um, which I would encourage you to 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 search out because these guys have great beards. But I can't think of the name of the beer company right now. So, um, yeah, I mean it was. So go. So, I'm done. I'm, I'm off my stool. Right. But it's your staff. Thank you. And that's the thing, right? You guys set you guys set the bar. It's a culture. You, that's set, been the, you set the mission, the, the culture. But your staff has to execute, and your staff has done an amazing job this week. Thank you, Glenn. Phenomenal. Thank you for being here. I cannot wait to see all of the images that you Rock and roll, are going to produce. We're going to put them all 
on glencharles.pro or or and unlearnpavement.com and landrun100.com. We have a lot of irons in the fire. And 2017 will kill. 2017 is coming. Iron Monk is going to have some images also. So, all right, I want to bring this in. Um, If anybody else in the room right now, which we ended up having a lot of people in the room, which I didn't expect really. Um, We've got Trey, Trey Nixon. I've got Arthur Elias. I want both of you guys to come over here. We're going we're gonna to wrap this up. So get over here. Arthur, if you're familiar at all with Land Run 100 or with Unlearned Pavement, um, is the man who has two years ago he attempted to run Land Run 100, the 107-mile course on gravel, starting a Friday night at 7 p.m. You made it 40 miles. Mm-hmm. 15 miles prior to that, is this correct? 15 miles prior to 40, you twisted your ankle? Yeah. I was thinking about you all night long. I woke up. I woke up at 4 a.m. and I told you this. I told you this week that throughout the course of the weekend, I kept feeling like something was missing. That an energy level that I usually have, that a lot of people might laugh at, but an energy level and a motivation that I usually have was kind of missing. And I was thinking to myself, "What is it that's missing? What's going on?" And every time I felt a lull in my energy level these past two years, I looked at someone and I said, "Do you understand right now?" that Arthur is running. We're sitting here and we're getting our packets and we're having a meeting and you're eating this and I'm drinking that. And Arthur is running this course and Trey is following him in his Jeep. <laughs> For two days. Yeah, yeah and, you're, and, you're, and you and I are not doing that. Yeah. And dude, I woke up 4 a.m. two years ago and the first thing I thought was not that I'm, gonna get ready and get get down here and get ready for the race but the first thing i thought was what where's arthur and what's going on what's the update and two years ago i woke up and you had twisting your ankle 15 miles prior and it was the middle of the night and you poured out your heart to me and you told me in a text message that it was the most beautiful thing that you've ever experienced and you felt more connected with yourself and this world and the soul inside yourself than you ever have but you knew that you shouldn't continue because you were injured yeah but then last year, what happened? Uh, I don't know. I, everything just kind of worked out, and I ended up finishing. Yeah. 107 miles of running. Yeah. I mean, it was hands down the best I've ever, you know, it's best possible day you could have. 27 hours? Yeah, 27 hours. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what was the first thing that you said to me? when you crossed the finish line made of toilet paper that we wrapped you up in. Well, hold on. I'm going to intervene for just for a second. Sorry. I, like, you know, I said I immediately go to Perry after the finish line starts for the riders, but the second I pulled into Perry, like, there's Arthur running across the halfway line. And, like, <laughs> honestly, I kind of started, like, getting a little emotional because I knew that it was going to be such a shit show out there. That's a big deal, folks. So muddy mess. And, dude, you're, like, the most humble person. I was like, how are you doing? And you're like, I'm good. I'm kind of (laughs) cold. Like, I'm going to go warm up in the Jeep and get some food and then keep going. Yeah. And, like, you're a huge inspiration. Super awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So what what did you tell me? Uh, 
I'm not sure. I think I <laughs> said I would sure do it not again. Sure. I said I said let's go run it again, and then I asked for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you what I remember. Because yeah, I remember that now. Actually, you mentioned that, but I think the thing that you said first was well, I, maybe it was after we had hugged and freaked out, and you said mm-hmm. those things. But then once your mind cleared, you had a vision, and you said. I want to race people next year. Yeah, yeah, I want other people on the course. You said, I want other people on the course. And I said, mm-hmm. not 100 miles, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, no, 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 no. And then you got Trey involved. Yeah. Trey, Trey, what's up, dude? Good, I'm good. Good. <laughs> Best day. <laughs> so you guys decided that we were going to open this up to other people to come and be a part of the event as a runner and not a bicyclist. Because I truly, truly believe and dude, you have been the number two most avid avid supporter of hashtag Unlearned Pavement. You know that. If you look yeah, at Unlearned Pavement I posts, think it's just me and you. Really. It's just me and you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hell yes. But I'm in Oklahoma and you're in Washington. Like, oh, look at Mount Hood. And, oh man, look at this. Look at these volcanoes. This is amazing. And I'm like, oh gosh, Arthur, why, why am I not with you right now? <laughs> So you understand that unlearned pavement is not cycling. It's yeah, no. it's all segments of life that we exactly. have unbelievable expectations upon us. And we do not have to live by those expectations. Yeah, exactly. So then like, I, w- I want you guys to talk about how we created the 50K land run run and how we actually finally made land run a run when we've had so many questions like, is that a run? <laughs> There are bikes? There are bikes involved? What does that mean? Anyway, like, just go for it, man. I want to hear the story. I'll let you go. Am I certain? Okay. Uh, well, I guess it... Trey Nixon, folks. Yeah, this is Trey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it started, what, October? Uh, Arthur flew back here for right before a Grand Canyon trip. Uh, kind of a bachelor party, kind of a adventure. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's missing the point that it was a... Rim to rim, rim to, to rim. rim. <laughs> Run. Okay, yeah. talk about that one. And uh, anyways, Arthur was in town for one day, and we saw Bobby here and just kind of stopped in, and we said, you know, we got to make this race happen. You know, we're coming up just a couple months away. And uh, so I guess it just started with, uh, like, an ultra sign-up page yeah. Yeah. that Arthur and uh, Bobby made. You put a cap. Arthur made it. I, I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. And you made a cap of 50 riders. Yeah, 50. I thought there would be like 10 people. Maybe here. 15. Yeah. You'd be like, man. Yeah, we were hoping for 15. 15 yeah. ultra but, runners, like, be amazing. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you say 15, you expect like four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I, I know, thought it was going to be me yeah. and Trey just like, okay, out. it's me and you. I'm going to pay bro. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were just, uh, just what? About three weeks ago, we got full. We got capped out at 50 mm-hmm. runners. At 50 runners. Yeah, 50 runners. Um, and then I guess yesterday on the race day, what we had about? We had like 33 or something. 33 showed up out of the 50. Awesome. Yeah. Which That's an amazing they, show. They, they didn't know what they were getting into. <laughs> they had no idea what was going to be at the finish line. About to hug them. Yeah. They, they didn't know. They didn't yeah, know. They really? No they just yeah. saw our faces and they knew it was a fat ass event that they're yeah, fat ass runner. They're gonna bring. Yeah, awesome. They're gonna bring all their water, all their food. There's gonna be no aid stations besides some water on the side of the road, 
which we kind of surprised them. So yeah. at, at mile 15, my parents set up an aid station with oranges, bananas. We yeah, kind of treated them awesome. nice. They got so awesome. <laughs> we kind of over delivered on that. We do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, under promise, uh, over delivered. Always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own. Oh, wait, there's like three kegs on course. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. You'll be strong, bro. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't ride on the highway, bro. Uh. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I don't know where I was at. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, we had, we had an awesome event. Uh, we did have a minor hiccup. Yeah. So I kind of got a crash course in race directing yeah. about six miles in. So I ran it. I figured, okay, we have about 30 people. They know the course. They've got maps with them in their packet. We kind of went over it. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. Well, about six miles in, we're on the 50-mile course, part of the 50-mile bike course. Yeah. And uh, we get to an intersection, and this farmer sitting in his little gator, he goes, you got 10 runners running – down Singer Road, heading south. <laughs> and That's we have, amazing. That and he we have, told you. yeah. And he goes, that was about a half a mile ago. And so I went, oh crap. <laughs> We've got 10 people that are from out of state that's never been here, totally lost now. So that's when I went to director mode and just hauled butt after him, told Arthur to continue on. He's not stopping. <laughs> no. So you ran. I've after. got this, yeah. Ran after him, uh, hopped in one of your Jeeps. We skipped up to the front of them, and uh, we're on 68th on the 50-mile course, heading the wrong direction. <laughs> Anyways, I got them all, we got them all packed together, and uh, we got them back on course. We just got to kind of let them around, Hackleman and some back roads. They didn't know where they were at. No way. <laughs> but, uh, Hackleman is legit. So those way. runners yeah. got about three or four extra miles, but they – they were so happy. They had. They didn't yeah. mind it at all. Yeah. Actually, we offered them a ride, so we offered them to take them to their right mileage. Yeah. But they wouldn't take it. Yeah. They just wanted to. Yeah. That's we had a truck sitting there, and they go, "Nope, we're we're gonna get the four extra, you know, three or four extra miles, because uh, it's a fat ass event. It's just for fun. I mean, yeah, exactly. They're out there training. This is part of their training runs, and uh, so they didn't mind at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's yeah. pretty great. So. Yeah. So Trey, you ended up not actually finishing. I didn't finish. Yeah, there was. Uh, I found out there was too many things going on. Uh, we had a dog chase us for ten miles. A little, nice. a little one-year-old cow dog that yeah. stuck onto a girl that was running. It's a really good shot. And it yeah. went. It went <laughs> no, ten yeah. miles. <laughs> yeah. This little dog went ten miles. Went through two of our aid stations. Would not leave her side. Yeah. Uh, gave it a bunch of goo packets. But, <laughs> we tossed it in the back of a truck and took it back to its house. Awesome. We knew exactly awesome. what house it was awesome. from. Yep. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so there's tons of stories out there like that that uh, just unreal. All of our uh, – everybody that came and ran just in the past 24 hours, ever since the race ended, they – on Facebook, they've posted long threads just thanking us that – they had no idea this was going to, about to go, you know, they had no idea what this was about. And that an epic adventure, the roads were far healer than they thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that they didn't yeah. know what was out there, what they were about to get into. But the best time they've ever had. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're pretty full for next year already. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what are, so, hey, that's a great segue. Yeah. What are we doing next year? <laughs> next year we'll have the 50K as well as 100K. 
awesome. So have, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great sponsor, really Summit Company. Yeah, still order Summit Co. That's going to come on as a premier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so title be, sponsor of the run. Yeah. So we're yeah. excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We've already started planning and everything, trying to work. We're less than 24 hours from the finish, by the way, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't even know, like, Sometimes whenever you're like in business with somebody or like you you know you're like you're doing you're doing something important with someone and you see them downtown or you see them somewhere in town and and you know that you're trying to connect with each other and you're trying to get something done or you have needs from one person or another like you kind of look at each other and you're like it's like a nervous feeling and you're like oh man like I hope they don't talk to me about that thing that we're doing or that thing <laughs> that they need from me you know what I, you know what I'm saying like yeah. like it's like a it's just a weird like anxiety. It, I mean, Arthur, you're in Washington, so I mean, I didn't I didn't see you, but every time I saw Trey, Trey is here in Stillwater, cultivating the Wednesday night pub run running yep. group. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you're downtown every morning getting coffee at Aspen Coffee Co. for all your espresso needs. <laughs> I'm there too. Crystal is there. Every time I saw you, dude, like I couldn't wait to talk to you about the run. Yeah. I couldn't wait to talk to you about Landra. I couldn't wait to talk to you about how we're bringing something to this town that this town is something to this caliber has never seen before. Bill Ford from Old School Bagel, the old school of bagels. (laughs) For all your bagel needs needs and your cream cheese needs. He, Bill, Bill has, Bill has been an advocate for endurance. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Uh, you know, rip yourself apart events. He's an idol. He's yeah. an idol, man. Us, yeah. For all of us. Mm-hmm. But um, I was excited to talk to you. And and I can't wait to, to see what next year is going to look like. Every single time a, a runner turned the corner, man, I, I teared up. I'm not joking. Um, like, I, I just said in my mind that I was going to come and run, run in with you, Arthur. And I hope that was okay. Like, yeah, I no, that was awesome. From anything. <laughs> And Trey, I was going to do the same with you, but uh, you you stepped up when you needed to be, step up. Yeah. You were you you did the director duty, and I've wanted to. I mean, people have asked me, "Are you going to ride Land Run? Are you going to ride?" Like somebody told me yesterday, we want to see you suffer. And Glenn said, Glenn earlier told me he goes, "Have they not been paying attention to the things that you've been <laughs> yeah. doing?" And, and same with you guys. I mean, you ran Grand Canyon with no support, the Grand Canyon, and so it's just like. Our our time and our adventure is set elsewhere, but we're here for these people mm-hmm. to show them that this is happening and that they are capable. Yeah. I know I say the word capable all the time and believe and unlearn pavement and unlearn expectation um, of regular life and the status quo, but for real, like you guys have brought something to Land Run that I never saw in the future. So you guys are going to give us an opportunity to reach more people than we ever thought possible with Unlearned Pavement and with this idea that more is possible. And when I saw, like, when you handed the first trophy out of the of the wood that we cut that we talked about earlier, yep. so the first, she was just like, is a, is a lady from Ruth, England. Ruthie from, but she lives in Stillwater. Ruthie from Stillwater. She was like, oh, my God, this is, this is fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> she was beyond excited yes. she's like are you serious are you serious and I was like yeah we're serious and it was um, it was 
I don't apologize to the British nation. Thank you. Well, my whole family is from England. It's fine. Whatever. Nothing goes. So, all right. So, my wife keeps telling me we have to go to dinner. We've, uh, I was kind of just thinking, like, you know, I did not want to do what we did last year with the podcast and just have me sitting here like a bump on a log talking about everything that happened over the last few days. Um, I want all of you guys to talk that are in the room right now. I'm sorry. Like, we should probably shut it down. Whatever. I don't care. Um, but it's over now. Like, we did it. Yeah. We did it. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Um, this is a wrap. Like, this is a final wrap on Land Run 100 2016. I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to open registration on November 1st, 2017. I mean, I'm sorry, 2016. Registration will open November 1st, 2016, and uh, we've picked a date already. It's already on landrun100.com. It's on the front page. Um, it's Saturday, March 11th, 2017. We've already got a date. Yeah. It's happening. That's my picture. We're going to have a, a run, a 50K run, and a, and a 100K run. That's my picture. It's, it's, awesome. ha- it's happening. It's yeah. like, yeah. There's no question. Yes, this is happening. I can't wait to follow like Arthur, man, like what you're going to do this year, and Trey, what, what you guys are going to do. Um, follow hashtag Unlearn Pavement. Follow Chasing underscore the underscore mountains on Instagram. And Trey, Trey Nixon, is it just Trey Nixon? Trey NX. Yep. Trey NX on Instagram. If you really want to see some people that are doing some amazing things, in the ultra ultra endurance ultra marathon world i've got a ton of really disrespectful people talking in the background right now but we're we're wrapping it up hank hank pantier um and his son holden um holden was 10 years old to yesterday he's 10 years old youngest finisher of land run 50 ever 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 youngest person to ever step up to the finish line or start line and then to come across the finish line we had so many stories just check out hashtag land run 100 check out hashtag on pavement there are stories upon stories upon stories we're definitely going to see you in stillwater oklahoma next year the week of uh of saturday march 11th i can't tell you guys thank you enough it's unreal we had a beautiful people here from salsa cycles from quality bicycle products from Vittoria Tires, from SRAM, from Brooks, from Scissor Tail Cycles, uh, from Kuat Racks, from Orange Seal, from, from Oklahoma Cycling, uh, Oklahoma uh, Cycling.com, from Iron Monk, Dave and Jared, thank you for the beer. The beer got better every single time we took a drink out of it. Thank you to all the food trucks that were downtown. Thank you to Stillwater. The city of Stillwater. You guys are here with us now. You understand what we're doing. Next year, we have a brand new course. Please be excited. This course is in the works. We're getting close to being finished with it. I know that we're working ahead of schedule, but that's what we do. I'm never, ever, ever just right here, right now in the moment. We're working. I said we're getting close to having the course ready for next year. We're working ahead of schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we usually don't do that, but we like the improvised model. But actually, after you know, there's a ton of things that we miss. But the course, we're always working ahead of schedule. Okay, there we go. There we go. I, I'm not gonna name everyone's name, but thank you to everybody. This is not just just me at a finish line giving you a hug. This is the entire crew in Stillwater at District Bicycles downtown. 
I, I cannot tell you how much I love these people and um, what they love mean to me. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that you've had 15 pee breaks listening to this podcast. I know that you've had to shut it off because your boss came to your cubicle and shut it down. I know that you've been riding in your car, driving across the country. I hope you're listening to this. Um, I hope I see you at Dirty Kansas 200. I hope I see you at OK Freewheel, the ride across Oklahoma. I hope I see you at the Ogre in uh, in Missouri, in uh, outside of uh, Ozark, Missouri, Lake Ozark in Missouri. Josh Schrock is putting on that event. I hope I see you at JP's Gravel Pursuit in Victor, Idaho. I hope I see you at Maisie's Pride in Uncle Dudley at his race. I hope I see you on vacation in Colorado. At vacation in Crested Butte. Where we'll be doing amazing things. I hope I see you at Land Run next year. In Stillwater, Oklahoma. Not Minnesota. And good night, Yeah, I th- just thank you guys so much. That's a wrap. We're done. Thank you guys. We will see you guys next year. Thank you guys so much. We love you with all our hearts. Unlearned Pavement. Oh, shit. I forgot to press record. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better have hit record. <laughs> I did. Now I'm hitting stop.